Welcome back to Shrinking It Down, Mental Health Made Simple. I'm Gene Bereson. And I'm Ellen Broughton. So Ellen, we're in a very weird and unusual and anxious, anxiety-provoking and scary kind of situation with this COVID-19. So how are you doing? Well, I'm doing okay. My situation is a little bit different maybe than uh, some other people's that are holed up uh, with uh, family members and kids and uh, other adults. I'm, I'm doing this all on my own as an empty nester. And so it's a different experience when you've spent a lot of time of your life thinking like, oh, when the kids get grown up, I'm going to have some alone time to myself. And now I have a lot of that. I'm not so sure it's as great as I thought it would be. But are you staying connected, like with your with your kids, like uh, online, you know, FaceTiming or chatting, or or you're staying connected, right? Absolutely, and I think those connections are really important. But it's funny how when you don't have any face to face human contact for a few days, how different life feels. And I've really started to think about what it must be like for millions of people in the world for whom this is their daily existence. And how I will vow to make connections with people who are living alone, who are on their own, who might not ever talk to somebody or see another person unless it's on their TV screen for days or maybe even weeks at a time. Well, unless you walk outside. I mean, most people are allowed to take walks. I've done it in my own neighborhood, keeping physical distance, but waving, talking to people across the street, um, talking to people in the in, in the yards you know walking my dog uh and you know it's 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 different because everybody's so conscious about keeping physically dif- distant uh usually you walk up to somebody you know you give them a hug you shake hands you know you it's 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 a little it's a little weird it's strange it's very weird and i think about how we'll feel once we're able to be in a situation where we are able to give people hugs and shake their hands and pat them on the back, I think it'll feel pretty wonderful. And it, it, will, it will happen eventually. But I think it can be very hard for people when you're in the moment and it seems like this is the way life is going to be forever. Right. Well, one of the things I think I should mention for the listeners is that, you know, uh, we at the Clay Center um, are doing this as an experiment. This is a remote podcast. I, I, it's been so odd watching the news on television and seeing people on FaceTime and Skype and in their own homes. I mean, we don't see them on sets anymore. We see them in their own environment, which has been weird. Um, but so you're listening to us in our own environments, uh, which are uh, separate and distinct. Um, but I wanted to let people know that this isn't just an experiment. We also have a lot of material to help people cope um, in their own ways online. Uh, and for most, everybody has a smartphone or a tablet or a computer. And, and we at the Clay Center have tried to produce a bunch of material that you can use to, um, to cope with COVID-19, but also to take care of yourself. Self-care is a really big and important topic that we'd like to focus on. It is, and self-care also reaches inside of ourselves. It's, it's, it's things that we can do uh, to make ourselves feel better, exercise. And like you said, you, there are a lot of great resources that we have on our website at the Clay Center. But also we need to think about what we can do internally. And a lot of uh, the ability to get through times like this, I think, is about 
realizing that the only thing that you can consistently change is your attitude and your um, change towards yourself. And this is a time in life where we're collectively doing this as a world. And I think we should honor that time and make the best of it, even though we're feeling stressed. Uh, but to think about that there, everyone in the world right now is sort of given a lot of time to think about who they are and what they treasure and how scared they are to lose what they love. And I think, um, I don't know, I think it's a kind of a cool thing to think about that we're all sort of anxious together, but we're all sort of, we're also kind of thinking about our future together. Right. Um, in, in a conversation we just had before this, this show, you know, you mentioned that we're one of, we're each one, a part of 9 billion people who are all, or not all, but many of us are, are in isolation. And um, in a sense, we're all in this together, but at the same time, separately. <laughs> what, yeah. what does that mean? It's, it's really funny how something that affects 7 billion, I don't even know what the population is, but <laughs> billions and billions of people can feel so incredibly personal. It really feels like this is happening to me, that my plans it's only affecting my plans or the, you know, the things that are happening in my world, but it's this way times multiple billion people. It's kind of mind boggling to think about. It is. I, I like what you said about thinking about this as kind of an internal time to be reflective. I mean, in some ways it gives us a chance to kind of think about all the things we take for granted, you know, if, as a parent, you know, athletic events, proms, school meetings that you hate to go to, but you've got to go to, um, for kids, grades, um, you know, uh, it's interesting. I mean, as much as the kids, you know, probably relish not, not being graded, like in Massachusetts, the kids are not going to get grades, but you know, I bet somehow they wish they were in the classroom seeing each other and they'll take the grades. (laughs) I mean, that's just my fantasy. (laughs) I think you're right. I think the one thing that's consistent for everybody every day is to think about what we've lost there's something that every day we're, we're saying we don't have the opportunity to do that or we lost the opportunity to do that and to think about grades as being one of those I do think that every single thing that's not happening is a loss and it's you know it, it's hard to reframe them all as positives but I think that's a challenge that we have to do is to you know in some ways get through those experiences of of loss and the stages of grief that we all have but we're doing it multiple times a day every day day after day right so uh, so uh i guess the moral is is that it's a time to reflect on what we take for granted in everyday life um uh and um uh and think of how how positive that is for us and it will come back i mean we'll get through this challenge i I hope that what we'll do is learn from this i mean in the world of mental health for example i mean we're all doing things virtually online i'm talking with all my patients on the phone on skype on facetime but you know in terms of access to care we've never been able to do that very much and now we're learning how to do it so one of the things i'm hoping is that we learn something from this that we'll take away from it. And this won't be, you know, like a horrifying event that we've kind of been through and that we just put it in the past, but that we learn how to stay connected, how to provide healthcare better, how to be thinking about 
prevent prevention um, and, and, and adaptation in a way that we haven't done before. I think that's a great way to think about this. And there, in, in every single facet of our lives, from our commutes to how we educate children to delivering of mental health services and even uh, physical health services, we have to think outside the box. And at other times in, in the world's history, that has really led to some really amazing changes that are really positive. Yeah, so really it can be a time of innovation as, as much as it's a challenge and it's very scary. Um, it's, it's, it's a time that we have to be innovative and we have to be thinking about new ways of, of facing the world and facing our challenges. Yeah, it's a challenge. It's a challenge, but challenges are good. Challenges are what make us uh, run that marathon or do something we never expected to do. So I think it, it can be a positive. And even though we're going to experience loss and frustrations and sadness, I also think we've got to think about the fact that usually when we're challenged and we meet the challenge, we're way better off than we were before we started. Yeah. So, um, everyone, uh, we will try to continue our podcast series if we can learn how to meet that challenge and do it remotely. And um, uh, if you have any questions or comments or want to give us some feedback about either coping with COVID or about self-care or resilience or innovation, do let us know. We're very happy to to get your feedback and get some input. Yes, we would love to hear from you. Well, I'm Gene Burrison. And I'm Ellen Broughton. 